the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Investigators believe they have found the body of University of Iowa student Molly Tibbetts, the young woman missing for more than a month. The 20-year-old woman was last seen July 18th jogging in her hometown of Brooklyn in central Iowa. Greg Willey, the vice president of Crime Stoppers of Central Iowa, says a body found this morning is believed to be that of Tibbetts. No information has been released about where specifically the body was found, although authorities say it was located in Iowa. Correspondent Jeremy House, police plan an afternoon news conference to update the investigation. A Colorado father charged in the deaths of his pregnant wife and two daughters due in court later in the morning faced charges in the killings that he blames on his late wife. On Wall Street right now, the Dow is up 86 points. The NASDAQ Composite Index ahead 25, and the S&P is up 8 points. This is SRN News. What does wellness mean to you? Is it organic, fresh, or grass-fed? Is wellness strength training or flexibility? Is it aging well, work-life balance, quality health care? The word wellness is broad and subjective. Our goal at Wellness Radio 1570 is to simplify these sometimes complex topics to bring you a fun and informational radio station. We are Wellness Radio 1570, helping you to reach your personal goals. Find us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. I'm Lee Michaels here on the Twin Cities Wellness Station. We are Wellness 1570, your home for Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black. He will be live next so do stay tuned. You can learn more about us and the programs, uh, podcasts, and things all at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Now from the Eagle Wellness Studios today, Patchy Fox and Patchy Smoke, creating a little haze in the sky. 75 today, clears out nicely Wednesday sunshine and near 80. August is National Children's Eye Health and Safety Month. Eye injuries are a leading cause of vision loss in kids with about 42,000 sports-related eye injuries occurring each year. Remember to provide your child with proper protective eyewear for their sports or recreational activities. Learn more at sites like friendsforsight.org or yoursightmatters.com. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I do the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. 
Eagan.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need more hair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need more hair.com. Need special boots or shoes for a new job, but you don't know where to start? Step into Chet's shoes for expert advice and a proper fit. A boot can make or break your job, so make sure you get the right one for you. We have safety toe options in steel, aluminum, composite, as well as regular work boots. Check out our expanded line of women's work boots. We've been fitting people for over 70 years. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and our Red Wing stores in Circle Pines, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, St. Cloud, and Columbia Heights. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about choices. Choices, choices, choices. Uh, You know, everybody's got them. We make them on a regular basis. Uh, Some of us think we're forced into them. Some of us think we don't get any of them. Some of us think that they're, uh, they're uh, not really what they are. But uh, one thing that's very similar with all human beings, you, know, you can have pain, you can have breath, you can have life, but also our choices. And so today, we're going to talk about choices because we all have choice. You know, in the uh, abortion debate, you know, there's pro-life and it says pro-choice. Uh, of course, that choice... The baby has no choice, but other people get to choose. And so we all make choices. Even we've got choices foisted upon us even before we're out of the womb, uh, as we just talked about with the uh, people who call themselves pro-choice. And so today we are going to talk about choices. Uh, and today I'm going to focus in on uh, five choices, really key choices, really important choices, that these five key choices that make up the sum total of our life. And so, but first of all, what is life? This is from Mother Teresa. Life is an opportunity, benefit from it. Life is beauty, admire it. Life is a dream, realize it. Life is a challenge, meet it. Life is a duty, complete it. Life is a game, play it. Life is a promise, fulfill it. Life is sorrow, overcome it. Life is a song, sing it. Life is a struggle, accept it. Life is a tragedy, confront it. Life is an adventure, dare it. Life is luck, make it. Life is too precious, do not destroy it. Life is life, fight for it. And that's by Mother Teresa. But I'm going to suggest that life is a choice. Choose well. We have a series of choices. If you realize it, if you think about what a habit is, think about I talk a lot about habits, right? A habit is something we start doing consciously, and then we continue to do that unconsciously. So instead of choosing to do something different, we choose to stay on autopilot. But at some point, we have to choose whether you're talking about smoking a cigarette, uh, whether you're talking about looking at pornography, uh, whether you're talking about drinking, uh, whether you're talking about uh, hanging out with the girls. Whatever it is, at some point, uh, we have to make a choice. And what happens is that we start making these choices, and then we can make them again and again. And at some point, we keep making those choices, but now not with, without conscious thought, without conscious control. And I love the Spanish proverb, habits are at first cobwebs, then cables. In other words, habits at first are choices, uh, and then they become unconscious patterns, Right? And we get to choose. We get to choose the path of least resistance, or we get to choose the path that is right. The Bible says that there's two paths out there. Matter of fact, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is Deuteronomy 30, 19. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and the curse. Therefore, choose, did you hear it? Choose 
Choose. It says a choice. Choose life that you and your offspring may live. You got to get this. And so, ladies and gentlemen, today we are going to focus on choices because the choices we make today really do affect the tomorrows. And so I want to share with you a couple words of prose. Um, and I got to know, uh, boy, as I get ready for this radio show, God gave me the chance to make some choices. I'm hitting the road today and going to Virginia. I have a class on Thursday in Richmond, Virginia, and uh, got some things going on. And all of a sudden, some things depleted from a bank account and some choices that I had no pl- choice in uh, were made, and now I'm dealing with the consequences. So I could choose to be here in tears. I could choose to to be positive and inspire. See, these are all choices, and the choices that we make today really do affect tomorrow, which brings me to this poem called Choices of Tomorrow by Fiona. As the sun sets, another day's departed. Distant memories light my way back home. Mysteries aren't for the faint-hearted. Can't escape the past as it's set in stone. An ending leads to a new beginning, but beginnings come to ends in the road. Great times vanish, the Cheshire's cat's grinning. These are words that I bestowed. Decisions of life may may be good or dire. You have to walk through the right doors in life. Your judgment may land you knee-deep in mire, or otherwise lead you to joy or strife. Who knows what my life's journey has in store. I shall wait to walk through tomorrow's door. And how about this one by Alan Stiebel, called Choices. We all have a choice to live a lie or be ourselves, to laugh and cry, or to follow someone else. To look up and smile or bow down and frown, to walk the whole mile or take off our crown. We have a choice to shout out loud or chant a whisper, to fly through the clouds or to be blown like paper. To conquer our fear or hide in the shadow, to the wise words here or to be thrown out the window. We all have a choice to climb our highest mountain or fall into our deepest hole, to drink from life's fountain, or live life like a troubled soul. And one of my favorite poems is the one by Robert Frost, called The Road Not Taken. And the cool thing about The Road Not Taken is the entire poem is about choice. It says, two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both. And be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could, to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that the passing there had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. And I must suggest to you, ladies and gentlemen, the choices we make make all the difference. The choices we make today affect tomorrow. I was talking to my wife before uh, we got started the radio show. It's been a hectic morning. We're hitting the road. I told you I left at, uh, I got up at 1 o'clock in the morning, was at the office by 2. Uh, and uh, boy, it's been an incredible morning. Incredible morning. I've been going through a lot of stuff. Usually happens when I'm getting ready to hit the road or, or do something big. Boy, I get attacked. And again, it reminded me, as God's preparing me for this radio show, I have a choice. I could feel sorry for myself. I could take a look at what other people did that hour affected me. I could take a look at some of the things I've done in the past that are creating some of my quagmires in the present. I could feel sorry for myself. I could uh, blame the world. I could uh, put a bullet in my head. I could uh, uh, dial up Trevor or uh, Lee and say, hey, why don't you go ahead and run a a show, run a replay. Or I could choose to pick myself up dust myself off, and hit again. And remember that Dr. Viktor Frankl showed us where the true power is. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It's your freedom. I'm going to suggest it's your choice. 
See, we can't control what happens to us in life, but we have a choice on how we respond to it. That's why I love the, the Proverbs 24, 16 that says, A righteous man will stumble seven times, but get back up. But the wicked will stumble into ruin. And whether you're talking about the holy book or the book of Proverbs, whether you're talking about uh, a child, whether you're talking about a marriage, whether you're talking about business, whether you're talking about your relationship with God, we all have choices. And those choices are like a switch in a train station. If you choose A, you go one way. If you choose B, you go the other way. And so today, we're going to talk about the five key choices that make up the sum total of your life on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Listen to the impact of Leadership Awakening on Pastor Don Delich. Leadership Awakening is a very unique and dynamic 46 hours packed with energy, enthusiasm, and challenges. It has taught me to maximize my opportunities. My goal is to be the best that I can be for Jesus Christ and to inspire others to commit their entire bodies, souls, minds, and spirits to God's calling for them. My priorities are to serve the Lord first, my wife next, then my family, followed by all others who connect with me. Leadership Awakening provides tools to enable us to focus our skills and to love blessing many lives. Please consider Leadership Awakening. To check out the dates and locations of upcoming Leadership Awakenings, go to likeitmatters.net slash events. That's likeitmatters.net slash events. Are you 55 or older or a child of aging parents? Is health and wellness a priority for you? Check out the free Our Life event presented by Tealwood Senior Living Communities and the Adams Publishing Group. This event includes short seminars, free screenings, prize giveaways, and info from more than 40 local businesses. Visit the Our Life event September 26th from noon to 4 p.m. at the Greenhaven Golf Course in Anoka. There's more information at rlifenwmetro.com. Hey folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today, I'm making some choices. I'm making a choice to be in a great mood. I'm making a choice to do a great radio show. And today, I'm making a choice to talk about choices. Because that's one thing we all have, choices. You know what stuck is? Stuck is two or less choices that aren't appealing. Like for me, stuck would be either you go to jail or you die. Because neither one of those choices is favorable in my eyes. And so to me, that's stuck. And so as leaders, one of our jobs is not to solve everybody's problems, not to fix everything, but to allow people to see more choices. Because as a general rule, choice is usually better than no choice. Think about this. From the time that Martin Luther King Jr. assumed leadership of the Montgomery, Alabama bus boycott in 1955 
to his murder 13 years later, Martin Luther King Jr. faced hundreds of choices and hundreds of death threats. His home in Montgomery was bombed with his wife and young children there at the house. He was, uh, he was hounded by JFK's, uh, I'm sorry, J. Edgar Hoover's FBI. The FBI began wiretapping King in 1961. Could you believe it? Would our government ever spy on its own citizens? No, you'd have to get special permission. Look, it did happen. The FBI began wiretapping King in 1961, fearing that communists, sound familiar? Some foreign government was involved, fearing that communists were trying to infiltrate the civil rights movement. But when no such evidence emerged, the Bureau used this information, the incidental details caught on tape over six years, in attempts to force King out of the prominent leadership position. Boy, it sounds a little bit familiar to this whole Russian thing. As King told the story, the defining moment of his life came during the early days of the bus boycott. A threatening telephone call at midnight alarmed him. The voice on the phone said the N-word, We are tired of you and your mess now. And if you aren't out of this town in three days, we're going to blow your brains out and blow up your house. Shaken, King went to the kitchen to pray to God. Quote, I could hear an inner voice saying to me, Martin Luther, stand up for righteousness. Stand up for justice. Stand up for truth. And lo, I'll be with you even until the end of the world. His 13 years of peaceful protest and rebellion against a racist society proves that choices do have consequences. And the reason we're all living is to be successful. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. I mean, the rule of uh, 21 or 25. Remember, I, t- I tell it all the time. I learned this in the insurance business. You take 100 people, 25 years old, you line them up. And you ask them all, are you going to be successful by the time you're 65? Every single one of them will answer yes, 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 yes. By the time they get to 65, one is financially wealthy. Three can live a, a, a life that they want with their financial means. And the rest are either dead or dead broke or dependent. It's because of choices. But we all want success. That's why I love Ralph Waldo Emerson's definition of success. And you need to have one. Because if you don't know the definition of success, how do you make the choices, those little switches, as you go through life to keep you on the proper course? Because if you don't know where you're going, then any road will take you there. And you need to have success defined for you. That's what I've been talking about the last couple shows. Because how will you know if you're on course or how do you know if you're off course? How do you know what choices to make if you're not clear on your destination? And so Ralph Waldo Emerson's definition of success, which I like, it's one of my favorite ones, it says success, to laugh often and love much, to win the respect of intelligent persons and the affection of children, to earn the approbation of honest critics and endure the betrayal of false friends, to appreciate beauty, to find the best in others, to leave the world a bit better, whether by a healthy child, a garden patch, or redeemed social condition, to have played and laughed with enthusiasm, and sung with exaltation. To know even one life has breathed easier because you have lived. This is to truly have succeeded. And that's why it's so important, ladies and gentlemen, to know your choices. To know your definition of success. Because it's when you make those choices, some of them aren't going to turn out well. That was the conversation that I had with my wife this morning. She's uh, kind of emotional. We've had a lot of things hit us and can't seem to get a break. And I said, you know, we're just going to have to start making different choices because undoubtedly there's some things happening in our life that we don't like and we're not going to get help from other people. So we're just going to have to make some different choices. See, and when you know who you are and when you know why you're here and you know your definition of success, then it's easier to make the right choices. Then it's easier if you get knocked down because you will. Because if you get knocked down and you don't know your definition of success, if you get knocked down and you don't know that you have choices, then why would you get back up? How could you see it through? See, when that, in order to have persistence, in order to have that, uh, that long suffering, in order to see something through, you need to have these basic things defined. What is success? Who are you? 
And that helps you make the right choices because some choices are going to get you knocked on your butt. Or some choices are going to come to a dead end. And if you're not clear of your choice, if you're not clear of your definition of success, you will give up. You won't see it through. It's like what Edgar Guest said. When you're up against the trouble, meet it squarely face to face. Lift your chin and set your shoulders. Plant your feet and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge it, do the best that you can do. You may fail, but you may conquer. See it through. Black may be the clouds about you and your future may seem grim, but don't let your nerve desert you. Keep yourself in fighting trim. If the worst is bound to happen, spite of all that you can do, running from it will not save you. See it through. Even hope may seem but futile when with troubles you're beset, but remember you are facing just what other men have met. You may fail, but fall still fighting. Don't give up, whatever you do. Eyes front, head high to the finish. See it through. And so today I want to cover, today I want to cover the five key choices that make up the sum total of your life. These five choices really dictate your level of success. These five choices really dictate how you're remembered and the impact that you have on people and on the world. And the first one I want to cover is time. Isn't that interesting? Time. Time is about choice. And what you spend your time on sends a lot about your choices. Think about this. We all mortgage our life. It's called a job. We exchange our time for money. And what we do with our time when we take our last breath is how we'll be eulogized. It reminds me of a story. A man came home from work late again, tired, irritated. And there again he found his five-year-old son waiting for him at the door. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Hey, daddy, hey, daddy. Daddy, may I ask you a question? Uh, yeah, oh, just give me a second. Y- yeah, sure. What is it? Replied the man. Daddy, daddy, how much money do you make an hour? That's none of your business. What makes you ask such a thing? The man said angrily. Now, I mean, he's had a long day. He's frustrated. He comes in the door. His son's ready there to pounce on him, wants to talk to him, and then wants to know how much money he makes an hour. I mean, he's pretty upset. He's just getting worse and worse. The boy replied, I just want to know. Please tell me, daddy. How much money do you make an hour, pleaded the little boy. If you must know, the father said, I make $20 an hour. What's the big deal? Oh, the little boy replied, head bowed. Looking up, he said, Daddy, may I borrow $10, please? Now, the father can't believe this, so now he gets more furious. If the only reason you want to know how much money I make is just so you can borrow some to buy a silly toy or some other nonsense... Then you march yourself straight to your room and you go to bed. Think about why you're being so selfish. I work long, hard hours every day and you don't have time uh, for, uh, for me, but I, I don't have time for these childish little games. The guy's just getting himself stewed. I mean, no one appreciates him. He's running around all day. Son doesn't give him time off. His son bugging him. Boy, you know, his life right now, he's thinking this, this isn't worth it anymore. The little boy quietly went to his room and shut the door, sniffling a little bit. The man sat down and started to get even madder about the little boy's question. How dare him ask such a question? Only get some money. And then he started thinking about his past and all the people that just use him and abuse him. And after about an hour or so, finally the man calmed down. And he started to think that maybe he's been a little bit hard on his son. Maybe there was something he really needed to buy with that $10. And so... He really didn't ask for money that often. So now the guy's feeling guilty, feeling shame. So the man went to the door of the little boy's room and opened the door and said, Are you asleep, son? He asked. No, Daddy, I'm awake. Listen, I've been thinking. Maybe I was a little bit hard on you earlier, said the man. It's been a long day, and I took my aggravation out on you. Here's that $10 you asked for. The little boy sat straight up beaming. Oh, oh, Daddy, thank you so much. Thank you, Daddy. He yelled, then reached under his pillow, and he pulled out some more crumpled up bills. The man, seeing the boy already had money, started to get upset again. He could see it starting. He started thinking again, started going again, started getting angry. And the little boy slowly counted out his money, then looked up at this angry man. 
And the man said, why did you want more money if you already had some? And the boy replied, because I didn't have enough, but now I do. Daddy, I have $20 now. Can I buy an hour of your time? You know, <clears throat> that story always rips my soul out. Guilt, shame. Because I'm Mr. Black, I'm running around helping people, I'm motivating people, and I'm helping people change their lives. But when I come home and I see my little three-and-a-half-year-old boy, Benaya, is he as valuable to me as those clients are? When I see my 19-year-old son or my 22-year-old daughter, Faith, do their words of encouragement means as much as some CEO? What we do with our time and the choices we make dictate so much. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the choices we make in life. Be right back. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, September 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Hi, it's John Wichko, owner of Advantage Autoglass. Advantage is having a great year, and I'd like to thank everyone who's taken advantage of our service. And if you chose to wait for drier roads and warmer weather, they're here. Now is the time to get that cracked windshield taken care of. You've been staring at it day after day. Why wait any longer? Call Advantage Autoglass today at 952-423-6396 and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work, anywhere in the metro, we're a local family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service and we do all the billing all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first and we'll take care of everything. So call us today at 952 423-6396 or visit us on the web at replacemywindshield.com that's replacemywindshield.com did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year only 88 will live to see the year 2022 These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer, with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And if you miss any of this radio show, the time is now to make sure you listen to it again. (laughs) You need to make sure you go to likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this and uh, other archive messages. Also, we are so happy to be in a couple live markets with our terrestrial radio. We're in the beautiful cities of Twin Cities, I should say, uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul uh, on AM 1570, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. We're also in the beautiful city of St. Louis on Praise 95.1 FM, and I think it's 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. 
We play every uh, Monday through Friday, 7 to 8 p.m. And then, and then, if you really want to listen to us around the world whenever you want, just go to iHeartRadio. Technically, can't listen whenever you want. But you can listen twice a day, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time uh, and 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. All you got to do is query or search Wellness Radio. It's based out of Minneapolis there with uh, AM 1570. And please, uh, you can go to iTunes now and subscribe to Like It Matters Radio, and you can actually get our podcast right there uh, in your toolbox. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the five key choices that make up the sum total of our life. Choices matter, and our choices have consequences. Consequences don't have to be negative. But that's one of the reasons why God allows us uh, the consequences of our choices. Because unless we have consequences, why would we choose to make different choices? And so today I'm listing out these five choices that really dictates how your life turns out. That dictates the impact you have. That dictates the success level you have. And the first one is time. You know, Mitch Albom from his book, The Timekeeper, put it this way. Try to imagine a life without timekeeping. You probably can't. You know the month, the year, the day of the week. There's a clock on your wall or the dashboard of your car. You have a schedule, a calendar, a time for dinner or a movie. Yet all around you, timekeeping is ignored. Birds are not late. A dog does not watch its watch. Deer do not fret over passing birthdays. Man alone measures time. Man alone chimes the hour. And because this man alone suffers a paralyzing fear that no other creature endures, a fear of time running out. And you should be. There are some healthy fears in the world. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Uh, I want my kids to have a little bit of fear of disappointing me. I want my kids to have a fear of getting into a car with a strange person. I want my children to fear of dishonoring God. I think those are healthy fears. And so uh, time is used uh, like commodity, like the rare thing, like money. Boy, if people treated their time like their money... Because, boy, people, uh, most people's God is their money. Because you don't believe me, wait till you need some money. People aren't too giving with it. They want to hold on to it. They want to keep it as long as they can. Uh, they love what you're doing until you ask them for some of that money. Uh, they don't care about their time, but they sure do uh, worship their money. So that's why I love this thing. What if you equated your time to money? Imagine there's a bank that credits your account each morning with $86,400. It carries over no balance from day to day. Every evening, it deletes whatever part of the balance you failed to use during the day. What would you do? you draw it every cent, of course. And each of us has such a bank. Its name is time. Every morning, it credits you with 86,400 seconds. Every night it writes off as lost whatever of this you have failed to invest to good purpose. It carries over no balance. It allows no overdraft. Each day it opens a brand new account for you. And each night it burns, it empties the remains of the day. If you fail to use the day's deposits, the loss is yours. There is no going back. There is no drawing against tomorrow. You must live in the present on today's deposits. You must invest it to get from it the utmost in health, happiness, and success. The clock is running. The time is now. Make the most of today. Because yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why we call it the presence. And think about this. If we're going to live a significant life, we must realize the value of time. This important commodity is the one thing we can never replace. Think about that. And to realize the value of one year, ask a student who failed a grade. To realize the value of one month, ask a mother who gave birth to a premature baby. To realize the value of one week, ask the editor of a weekly newspaper. To realize the value of one hour, ask the lovers who are waiting to meet. To realize the value of one minute, ask a person who missed the train. To realize the value of one second, ask the person who just avoided an accident. And to realize the value of one millisecond, ask the person who won a silver medal instead of a gold medal. That's why we must treasure time. We must treasure every moment that we have for we have it for a purpose. And we should treasure it more because we got to share it with people special enough to spend our time. And we always must remember that time waits for no one. And once it's spent, it is gone. So we get to treat it like a gift that it is. 
And so one of the biggest choices that dictate the sum total of our life is time. How do we spend it? And the second choice is something called attitude. Attitude. There once was a woman who woke up one morning, looked in the mirror, and noticed she only had three hairs on her head. Well, she said, I think I'll braid my hair today. So she did, and she had a wonderful day. The next day she woke up, looked in the mirror, and saw she had only two hairs on her head. Hmm, she said. I think I'll part my hair down the middle today. So she did, and she had a grand day. The next day she woke up, looked in the mirror, and noticed that she only had one piece of hair on her head, just one little strand. Well, she said, today I'm going to wear my hair in a ponytail. So she did, and she had a fun, fun day. The next day she woke up, looked in the mirror, and noticed that there wasn't a single hair on her head. Yay, she exclaimed. I don't have to fix my hair today. Attitude is everything. <laughs> you know, what is this thing called attitude? What am I? I am seldom considered, though I do more to influence everything about you than virtually any one thing in your life. I often control the time you get up in the morning, the time you go to sleep, what you eat and drink, and the very thought that runs through your head. I can make you either happy or sad, loving or hateful, cheerful or remorseful, congenial or spiteful, and in doing so, control the very capacity that you have for success. No, you don't often think of me. Instead, you blame the problem I create on the shortcoming of others, or the state of the economy, or your family, or a million other excuses. Often at times unable to find anyone else to blame, you look for shortcomings within yourself on which to lay the blame. When my impact on your life fully is considered in your every thought and action, when you are mindful of my awesome power, when you nurture and groom me for the positive use in your life, I can become more contagious than the most prolific disease ever witnessed by man. My influence will spread to every person you come in contact with. Groomed and nurtured in a positive manner, there will be no personal obstacle that can stand in the way of my success or fail to be impacted for the better. Who am I? I am your attitude. You know, my leadership training, I always ask people, you know, go through a list of what is attitude. And they give me all kinds of words. And then I finally get the one word I'm looking for. And I hear this word, choice. Attitude's a choice. And then I ask, whose choice is it? And they say, mine. And then I say, how often do we get to choose? Could be thousands of times a day, moment by moment, thought by thought, experience by experience, uh, relation by relation, uh, setting by setting. Don't you get it? That's why I love Charles Swindoll's quote. He says, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures and successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, or a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I'm convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. And that's really what we're talking about. It is the ultimate choice. It is the ultimate choice. What you do in the, between the stimulus and the response. That's Viktor Frankl. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power and your freedom. The third most important choice you're going to make is focus. And when I say focus, I'm saying on what and how long. See, here's the key to focus. I teach incredible focusing techniques. And the key to focus is wherever you are, be there. Because we have a tendency to focus on the past too much. We have a tendency to get into resentment, regret, resistance. Those are three R's of survival. We have to choose to keep our focus in the right direction. We have to choose to keep our focus looking forward. We have to choose to let go of the past and to forgive people. We have to choose to focus on with our spouse that they're not going to do anything to hurt us. 
We have to choose to focus on that God is in control, that even though this is a terrible thing happening to us, that there's going to be a good outcome. We have to choose to keep our focus on what we do want versus don't want. We have to choose to focus on where we are going instead of where, we're, where we've been. See, that's the key to focus. Dr. Tiller at Stanford University took a 40-watt bulb and focused that energy from the 40-watt bulb and created the laser beam 10 times more powerful than the sun. And we have 300 trillion cells in us. When you study epigenetics, the biology of belief, the quote is this, that we are basically a community of 300 trillion cells all driven by their environment. And so a good warrior's focus. A good warrior knows what's in front of them, where they're at, and what's coming next. So the five choices we make, I'm telling you right now, it's really important to choose your focus. Where you are, that's where you need to be. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the five key choices that make up the sum total of your life. We'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening Workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis November 1st through the 3rd. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Back for its 12th season, the City of Egan brings you Egan Market Fest. With over 60 vendors, a large assortment of fruits, vegetables, artisan products, and more. This is not your run-of-the-mill farmer's market. With live music and art projects, it's fun for the whole family. Every Wednesday from 4 to 8 through August 30th, plus 3 to 7 on Wednesdays in September. So bring your shopping bag and support local businesses at Egan Central Park Festival Grounds in Rotary Bandshell. Visit cityofegan.com slash marketfest. Minneapolis is the number one healthiest and most active city as ranked by Forbes. Where does the Twin Cities turn to for wellness tips and trends? Right here on Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With a plethora of different on-air hosts and experts that focus on all areas of health and wellness for all your active lifestyle needs. The Twin Cities moves and so do we. Tune in in your car, download the mobile app, or stream us live from your computer by visiting us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And please, if you want to change your life, if you want more out of life, if you want to be better, better at everything you do because you're under construction, you need to let me help you live your dreams. Go to likeitmatters.net. And I can do that for you. Also, if you uh, do Facebook, please like us on Facebook. We'd love to be liked by you and by Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash L-I-M 
Radio. And today we are talking about choices, 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 choices. That's what we're talking about. And today I'm covering the five key choices that make up the sum total of your life. The first one is time, how you spend it. The second one is attitude. What will you embrace for this moment, for this day, for your life? The third is focus. Focus on what and for how long. And the fourth key choice that make up the sum total of our lives is number four, our narrative, our self-talk. How do you explain things to yourself? How do you, quote, remember, recollect to remind yourself, quote? This is it. This goes back to Dr. Frankel. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power. It's your freedom. It does not matter what happens to your life. What matters is how do you explain it to yourself? What is the narrative? I was blessed yesterday. I got a phone call uh, from a friend of a lady I helped uh, in 2001. I remember it was during uh, uh, September 11, 2001. I was up in Dallas. I was coaching this young kid. Uh, he was taking, uh, had an injection, had to get a shot for some some disease he had, and he's, he would freak out on this one specific shot. So I had to help him clean it up and, and helped him out a lot, and it was a great experience. And I told this story many times over the years, and it sounds like I'm making it up. I don't remember anybody's name or anything. So my wife got a phone call from this lady, and she was a friend of this lady because she told her, oh, yeah, my friend had a son and told the whole story. Like My wife goes, oh, my gosh, I know that story. And so she was struggling with some PTSD, had some trauma and drama, uh, and uh, she's dealt with most of it. She's now having some pain, and she, uh, they're thinking it's psychological. And so this woman referred her to me, but this other, this lady who called me also had a psychotherapist in, 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 in uh, what is it, Detroit, Michigan. And she said this person recommended me and says, very familiar with my work uh, and does good work. And so it stunned me. But this is what I talk about. This is my forte to help you figure out what you're doing in your unconscious mind. You know, from Dr. Caroline Leaf, it says toxic thoughts. She said 75% to 95% of the illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. What we think about affects us physically and emotionally. It's an epidemic of toxic emotions. The average person has between 30 to 60,000 thoughts a day. Through an uncontrolled thought life, we create the conditions for illness. We actually make ourselves sick. She says research shows that fear all on its own triggers more than 1,400 known physical and chemical responses that activates more than 30 different hormones. There are intellectual and medical reasons to forgive, to forget, to move on. And again, those are all what we call choices. you got to remember that. These are all what we call choices. And that's why I really believe that there's an epidemic out there, that we really need to be making better choices. We need to really get control about what's going on in our head. That's the old saying, give a person a fish, you feed them for a meal. But you teach them the fish and you feed, feed them for a lifetime. And that's why I do this radio show. Our two-and-a-half-day training at likeitmatters.net is where you learn how you're made and you change your life. You do some deliverance work. You get some mission vision work. But this radio show, what we put this out there is one is to help those graduates keep it going, two to help those people before they get to our class, and three to change this world one person at a time, starting with every heart, body, and soul. Because think about it, opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, a soaring suicide rate, political hate, animosity. Sixty million Americans are antidepressants, and a majority of depression falls in a category called situational depression. And what causes situational depression is our narrative the way we talk to ourselves. There's a pandemic out there. Toxic thinking is destroying the foundation of our hope. That's why the narrative, the self-talk in our head is so important. Whether we're talking about mass murders or, or people being killed through guns, knives, vehicles, their dreams dying, their families dying, husbands killing their pregnant wives and little kids, women killing their kids. I mean, let's be honest, it's getting messy. That's why this is my calling. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we're made. My mission is to help people maximize potentials they were created with and live their life like it matters. We're going to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners in every city, in every state, in every heart, body, and soul. But we need your help. Tell your local radio station they should be carrying Like It Matters Radio. Email me at Mr. Black at Like It Matters Radio. I'll get you a one sheet that you can send out to these radio stations that tells them about our radio show. 
Nominate people to go to our training. Come to our training so you can get your life on fire. You'll feel 20 years younger. You'll have a brand new marriage. You have a brand new relationship with your kids. Maybe a first time ever have a relationship with God. You'll be able to clean up some things that are holding you back. You'll be a better manager, a better salesperson, a better leader. Come on, what are you waiting for? The time is now, and I will help you clean up that narrative, that self-talk. I will help you make better choices. And so now we're talking about the fifth, the fifth choice, key choices that make it the sum total of your life is your choice of worldview. In other words, the God question, your choice of your worldview. You know, I love this quote by A.W. Tozer. From Knowledge of the Holy, one of my favorite books, he said, What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. The history of mankind will probably show that no people have ever risen above its religion. And man's spiritual history will positively demonstrate that no religion has ever been greater than its idea of God. Worship is pure or base as the worshiper entertains high or low thoughts of God. For this reason, the gravest question before the church is always God himself. And the most portentous fact about any man is not what he is at a given time may say or do, but what he in his deep heart conceives God to be like. We tend to be a secret law of the soul to move toward our mental image of God. This is true not only of the individual Christian, but of the company of Christians that encompasses the church. Always the most revealing thing about the church is her idea of God. And then one of my other favorite writers, C.S. Lewis, on The Weight of Glory, said this, I read in a periodical the other day that the fundamental thing is how we think of God. By God himself, it is not. How God thinks of us is not only more important, but infinitely more important. Indeed, how we think of him is of no importance except insofar as it's related to how he thinks of us. It is written that we shall stand before him, shall appear, shall be inspected. The promise of glory is the promise, almost incredible and only possible by the work of Christ, that some of us, that any of us who really chooses, there's your word, chooses, shall actually survive that examination, shall find approval, shall please God. To please God, to be a real ingredient in the divine happiness, to be loved by God, not merely pitied, but delighted in, as an artist delights in his work, or a father in a son, it seems impossible, a weight or burden of glory, which our thoughts can hardly sustain. But so it is. This is why this question is so important. C.S. Lewis and Mere Christianity put this way, Hope is one of the theological virtues. This means that a continual looking forward to the eternal world is not, as some modern people think, a form of escapism or wishful thinking, but one of the things a Christian is meant to do. It does not mean that we are to leave the present world as it is. If you read history, you'll find that the Christians who did most for the present world were just those who thought most of the next. Think about that. Aim at heaven and you'll get earth thrown in. Aim at earth and you'll get neither. Robert Diltz came up with something called the neurological levels. He said there's six levels. The highest level is spirit. Right below that is identity. Right below that is belief system. Right below that is capabilities. Right below that is behavior. And right below that is environment. And the reason for the longest time the neurological level stopped at ID, there was no spirit because NLP is all about quantifying, and you can't put God in a box. And so a lot of people in NLP, since they can't have a subjective experience with God, they don't believe in God. But they had to put spirit above that because they realized if you just stop with man and your world stops at you, there's only so far you can go. Because Einstein said you can never solve a problem at the same level it was accomplished at or it was created at. And so DILTS and the neurological levels of change says you got to go to the level above the level you're struggling with. So when you're struggling with who you are and why you're here, what your purpose in life is, there's got to be something beyond you. There's got to be something beyond you. Otherwise, you'll never be able to deal with the question of who are you, of why are you here, of what's your purpose. And so that's why the fifth most important choice you make is on your worldview. The God question. And you got some of the smartest people in the world, Dawkins and Hawkins, who will do anything not to believe in God, including multiple theories of multiple universes and, and alien spores. Ladies and gentlemen, the choice you make about God dictates probably everything else you do in your life. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you 
when you live your life like it matters, it does. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in, in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570. KDIZ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.